he really values his interaction with me and it's, it's vice versa for me too so i was like damn man i'm not gonna cry <laughs> on this shit oh <laughs> oh my god off the other like the celebrity kind of okay. i guess gossip shit we normally don't do i feel like or we do but kinja's uh dojo uh, closed down it's uh, those of you listening uh, kinja's dojo is is uh space from this dance company called and it's just and they're pretty they competed in world of dance and they they're pretty big in the dance scene or anyone who's fans of dance they're just another... anyone's a fan of jackson wang you know who he is yes yeah, <laughs> yeah their studio is closing down so it's another like another it's a big studio or space that's just being affected by the pandemic <laughs> because people aren't able to have, hold regular classes or rehearsals and uh, yeah it's it sucks because yeah. it's like it like they're like year. a big studio too like well they're a big name studio yeah. so it's like one of those you know, ones that you didn't think would close but again like earlier on in last year like a lot of these bigger name studios closed yeah but deb reynolds i'll uh, be one of them michael jackson uh, audition uh, rehearsed there then uh, movement lifestyle now kinja's dojo it's mm-hmm. like yeah like it's it's uh, it sucks that that the the dance industry is still like getting hit or yeah. like in, in terms of like the arts industry in general entertainment in industry. general yeah yeah like it, it, cool hollywood and all that stuff they're they're back in production i mean yeah big hollywood is fine but like just arts yeah like just arts in general for the smaller even though like Kinja's smaller was, kind of, was, was big, they they can't yeah they had a smaller market. There, it makes me wonder like how much longer the like how much longer it's gonna last and how much more it's gonna take. And the thing is, it's the this is like you know bigger name studios like within the community within the industry I guess that we hear about shutting down. There's like smaller like studios in like smaller towns that are that have probably shut down too like you know that's also like and you know like some of these people like the teachers in there and like the students there it's just like they don't have anything else like in terms of like art like they don't you know they don't have like you guys with like temper tantrum like you at least have this like you're not you know you're not you guys aren't a studio team or whatever but like you guys have this you're still able to do what you love to do what you're you're still able to dance like for some of these smaller like you know smaller studios some of these teachers in like smaller market cities or towns they don't have another option yeah like if all the studios in like you know a tiny ass town in like the middle of ohio shut down what are they gonna do for dancers like the the student the dance studio is the equivalent of the gym for people fucking freaking out about reopening goddamn gyms mm-hmm. you know it's uh, but like you don't see dancers staging fucking like workout protests in front of dance studios to make them open new jersey <laughs> yes someone on the chat brought up a dance studio called zulu dance foundation uh, that closed down prior to the pandemic i think it was it like was, around yeah. 2019 but wait weren't what didn't we did we go there no didn't we work with them oh yeah 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 we zulu dance foundation yeah we worked yeah. with them they were they were a client before too yeah they were a client i was like wait yeah we worked with them we familiar did some, we did some uh we did some advertising for them in, in yeah. dallas or something like that and to be honest like i have no aspirations really to have like a temper a home tantrum home studio st- okay or uh or vision paradox physical office i mean mm-hmm. i've fantasized about oh, yeah, it the- like, it'd be cool but, oh yeah, Kinja still have the still has the dojo in China because yeah, I mean so, they're thriving in China because they have been working. They're, they're teaching a lot in China and also like they work with Jackson Wang. They yeah. choreograph every single thing that Jackson Wang does. Yeah. So just and, for people listening on the podcast, we're responding to B Rock saying that uh, Kinja has his dojo overseas. I'll make sure to read the comment and say like just so we can we can have like people listening on the audio podcast or we're just watching. No, uh, I just want to say random shit and interrupt okay. you. <laughs> yeah. If, if if anything, they're gonna have. 
like what Biroc is saying in the chat, like they're gonna have uh, a big enough. They're gonna be they, fine. They, they, they're gonna be fine. At least they don't have the the overhead now and yeah. any more to to that they have to worry about and uh, that's one of the things like I, I don't want to have a physical space i'm kind of like a nomad kind of stuff unless i really have to like for the longest time for my youtube channel i borrowed cameras and i didn't buy my first camera until like 2016 2015 mm-hmm. so like who knows we might end up ha- go, getting to a, a point where vision paradox needs a physical office i hope not because you know, i wouldn't mm-hmm. mind it i wouldn't mind it for filming like and we can show up when we need to film but i would like or even like temporary. I mean, if, for, we need to, if, we, if like I would like to do it, not an office, but really a studio space. It. Yeah, like it, that would work out for both temporary and mm-hmm. for vision paradox. Exactly. Like, but only if we truly, truly need it. I have no, I don't yeah. want it because right now, it's another, don't. it's another expense, and it's another expense in terms of like overhead and electric and fees, and I just mm-hmm. don't want to do that. I'd much rather be a renter where the owners take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna expand on something, but I forgot. But so Alex, I mean Alex, <laughs> Burak on the chat. Say saying is Alex is a nomad. I'm not the nomad. Alex is our Vision Paradox video editor. So Vision Paradox Studios, no, no, thank you. Well, I mean, if anything, we we can still. Here's the thing. I I still think we can produce the same level of work many other places can without the overhead. Yeah, I think, and because I like the freedom of being of working from home. If I want to work out and just play video games. I can just do that. And then without fucking, I mean, I'll be the boss. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, I don't have to worry about looking over my shoulders. But the thing is, I, I also know, like, I feel like the the environment I'll bring in terms of the work culture, I think will be pretty fun. But it was just, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want it. And who knows? That might, that might change a decade from now. So I mean, also, I mean, I mean you're the CEO. <laughs> I'm the CEO. The quote unquote CEO. Right, what do you think, Miss CEO? Would you do you want no. a, a, a physical no. workspace? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I hate going in the office. Here's what I th- what I think. I mean, our, uh, it's probably going to be a lot more fun yeah. with you guys, but like, no, I don't want an office because I know you want an open shared space office. I want a cubicle very, where very nobody bothers like me. <laughs> yeah. I want a cubicle. You'll so like, you can you can mingle with everybody. I give me a cubicle. You have an office. I mean, I'm the CEO, so I get the office. There's, I mean, because there's a lot of open like spaces, even down the street from where I'm at, have the huge windows. I'm like, I love big open windows, like for office spaces. I'm like, that would be sick, but nah. <laughs> here's what I think I'm thinking too. Like, because of the the pandemic, like, I was about to say the pandemic. Like, I think it obviously is going to even further brings the whole thing up the fall of brick and mortar. Dance yeah. studios are all falling, and every motherfucker is teaching online now. So, like, and I feel like it's are you still like, salty about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because my sales. I are did fine. it first. Because my sales are fine. If anything, it's. It, because a lot of people still want to be obviously are going to want, want to be business owners and uh, the more traditional way was like you open up your own shop and mm-hmm. then and then for a while now we knew the possibility of doing creating an online business for yourself yeah and then i think people still want the brick and mortar because it's something physical that they can show off and feel accomplished with yeah it's like that, one of those things like look at this that, literally I mean, look at this that, that's the Touch only it. that's the only reason i would want a physical space to be like here's an accomplishment here's my trophy of a space the trophy 
and then the very expensive trophy just for the flex. But it's like I, getting I, a diploma. Yeah, so I'd much rather, much rather not. But like, I feel like with this, with with uh, everyone not being like, with a lot of places not allowing you to work or go to the workspace, you know, things are changing as as the year goes. But I feel like people are seeing now that you can get work home done from home, and you can. All, there's also opportunities that you can take take advantage of for yourself. Yep. Like our friend uh, Eddie, I don't know if you got to meet him, but Eddie, no. who's a one, one an OG from Temper Tantrum, mm-hmm. um, he is doing Zumba and he's freaking killing it. He's hey. got like thirty k followers on TikTok. He's Damn. got a, he's got his merch going on. He's got an OnlyFans for Ooh. Zumba. Yeah. Here's a th- see. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's I have another OnlyFans thing. I just remembered like a topic about OnlyFans. OnlyFans doesn't just have to be all adult content. So you heard about this, right? This one mother, she's a single mom. Both her kids were like kicked out or pulled out or they were, you know, basically they tried to shame her into pulling out her kids uh, out of their Catholic school because they found out that she has an OnlyFans. But like all they said was she has an OnlyFans. But like, how would they know what's actually in there unless they subbed? Oh, because another parent, a, f- a father found out. A father found out. Hmm. What what kind of OnlyFans? Is it those kind? Uh, it, clearly, uh, adult content. If they're okay. so if they're a, trying to shame her into it, but like, okay. how would they know? Oh man. How would they know? But at the same time, like you know, there's also like the quote, I wouldn't say stigma, but there's also the assumption that like if somebody has an OnlyFans, it's adult content. Yeah. It, no, it, it 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 it's not. But like you know, I mean, I get it. Like OnlyFans is like a good platform for you know for sex workers essentially for you know to to earn money and be able to do it from home. I mean, I was when I was looking for like platforms. You were this thinking was, about OnlyFans? This is prior to the whole the that OnlyFans being, a, being synonymous with with yeah. This is prior to that. Like mm-hmm. it was OnlyFans used to only be for artists, like yep. you know, very similar to Patreon. But now like this whole because and I was like, oh okay, it looks like it has a better like better like rate and a return for the artist, but I just never followed up with it. There yeah. are creators on OnlyFans that are actually not adult content creators. Like they are, you know, they're they're artists, they're fitness. Yep people yep zumba that's what my friend yeah. is doing zumba yeah. oh yeah that's right zumba. monthly monthly zumba sessions oh so. neff just said twitter is going to adopt an only fan style thing apparently Ooh. is twitter just adapting to everything they're adapting to a clubhouse type thing now they're adapting an only fans thing or are they, is that going to be a similar like uh they're going to bring that in together i mean tw- uh, okay just to go into that like I feel like, like Twitter, tw- spaces? Twitter is pulling a page from Instagram, in mm. my opinion. Like where where the main thing of the another app, a social app, can just be a feature they can take, mm-hmm. which is the hence like Twitter Spaces, which is going to be like I think Clubhouse. they tested it the, the waters a little bit with fleets, like the stories, the uh, type, yeah. type things that they have. Yeah. They tested the waters that. a little bit with fleets, that. and people were actually using it. Yeah. So they're like, oh shit, we can do this. I think that was them testing the waters. That's just my speculation. Yeah. Like because uh, what what Instagram showed is that. VP if podcast you, now. If you if you can, it's becoming a VP podcast. But what what Instagram showed was that if you can take the uh, the main thing from Snapchat, which is the stories, mm-hmm. make it to a feature, boom, it worked. Now every fucking platform has stories. Yeah, YouTube has stories, and even Instagram took Reels. And even to Instagram, which yeah. is essentially TikTok. Which is it? Yeah, and they're, they're the, trying to actually compete. Reels is where people repost their TikToks. They don't. I don't think a lot of people actually make original Reels unless they don't have a TikTok. Yeah, like they're yeah. So with Twitter doing this, it doesn't uh, surprise me because YouTube introduced their whole subscription model, the membership model as well. The membership model, yeah. So like you know, obviously, to so people don't go to Patreon and whatnot, and that mm-hmm. way they can get a cut for a membership thing. So and yeah. I think it's interesting with how Twitter's doing it. It makes me wonder what content because Twitter's wild. You know, Twitter they is share, wild. Like they, Twitter's the wild west right now. Like they like they say virtually they anything. allow tits on there. 
They let, yeah, practically porn on there. So it's like, they allow tits in there, which is, so, cool. I mean, the thing is they don't actually show porn porn. Yeah. They actually show like, you know, artists that draw adult content. No, I've seen actually. Oh, have you like, seen like literal porn? Yeah, okay. Like, like yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not like, on that end of Twitter. No, because uh, this is when I was using those, like, like I was playing with follow on follow stuff on there. Uh-huh. Like just to, like how, how well does this work? Will I get flagged and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And when I was cleaning up and I'm like the first, I, I saw a fucking gif of straight up porn. I'm like, holy shit, they allow this on Twitter. Well, yeah, because Tumblr didn't. That's the Tumblr great. was just like, because of Tumblr. <laughs> just kidding. Whatever. Whatever, it's just porn. No, it's just like, it, yeah, because like Tumblr. You. I love you. Ew. <laughs> I'm a sip. <laughs> I just you. took some psychic damage. <laughs> God. So chat, help. Lame. chat help chat <laughs> help um okay what was i saying oh yeah so yeah it's because tumblr was just like yeah no we're not gonna allow you to post porn anymore not even the tasteful ones so they were like all right twitter it is then bitch yeah because then it, it also like you know it left the artists the there's 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 an artist that i do follow called Dirt pixon and you know they're an animator and also like you know they they draw obviously if they can draw they can animate well no that's not a thing no, but yeah <laughs> they, but th- that person can draw and also animate and they you know they create like some really good like content i mean yeah that shit ends up on pornhub because it is literally like animated porn but like a lot of work goes into it yep still art yeah yeah like, so a, yeah so oh wait that makes sent me... in the twitter thing keep talking i'll look at it yeah that that makes me um super curious like how how they're gonna implement this model onto the, mm-hmm. of only fans an overly time fans type i can tell you right thing. now okay it's called super follows twitter announces paid super follows to let you charge for tweets so yeah, only genius. Yeah. Holy shit. It's yeah. almost like super chats, huh? It's like super. Ch- uh, yeah. Ish. Charge for tweets. Cause it's all okay, the payment feature called super follows will allow Twitter users to charge followers and give them extra access to content. So it's almost like the membership portion of, of YouTube. Yeah. Or whatever. That's it's like very four, smart. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. it, Cause it's like, it's, I mean, for a while, like what, 2015, I was like, Twitter's on its way out, man. They need to mm-hmm. choose. They need to do something to change it up because yeah. And they're also introducing, they announced another feature called communities, which is kind of like their take on Facebook groups. Interesting. And then so. Twitter spaces is, I believe, the clubhouse one. Yeah. Damn Twitter. Okay. I mean. Damn Twitter. Twitter's like, oh yeah, we've been a little dry for too long. We've been just letting you tweet. The last thing they did was, you know, ban Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it makes me wonder. And what the MyPillow the, guy. Okay. I'm going to, uh, makes me wonder where Twitter's stock is right now. <laughs> not going to lie. Oh shit. I just sold mine. Whatever. So, it's fine. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty interesting. I'm interested because I know people who, who are just famous on Twitter and that's like, that's their shit. And it'd be interesting to see how that works. And uh and yeah because there are people that like barely that they have they're on all the platforms because they have to as an influencer they kind of have to but they use one platform over the rest yeah like bella porch you like she's tiktok famous like her revenue comes from tiktok Mm -hmm. sometimes she'll be on instagram but she won't even she doesn't even repost her tiktoks on her reels on instagram they're all on tiktok because mm, it makes it exclusive like you if you want to see your stuff like you're gonna have to go yeah. on yeah like she'll Smart. post but she'll sometimes post one of them to her story but like it's the more you know like milk toasty ones where she has the the face zoom on and she's just like nodding and like doing the cute thing because and she's done uh, it before so it's not that big of a oh my god like you know we just got a treat it's just like okay you know, so if you want to see the new shit, go to go to. Doesn't go she to kind of look like her features look like a Disney character? Oh yeah, she's got she has the big eyes and she has like the upturned nose and she also does this thing with her makeup that I try to do. I've been trying to do it since I was like 
16 with a like blush here like yeah. here but because her features like she actually her features are actually still youthful and are up here she looks like vanellope <gasps> she does okay because because and she's a disney princess <laughs> like, the, whole, the whole like disney like av- the, the gigantic like, eyes yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's like oh she does look like a disney character and it's also like the, and, and it's also kind of semi the angles of where she shoots her tiktoks and her pictures or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah she she's she does have she's blessed <laughs> She has good blessed. genetics. She is blessed. Like, uh, and also she's fit. She's she was in the military, I believe, Navy. Navy. Air or Navy. Navy. Air Navy. Force. Navy. Cause, cause Navy. She, she was in the Navy. She, she was one of the people, the influencers we were trying to work with. with oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, we didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't get it, obviously. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. I was just like, I was just suggested, and you were like, okay. We'll give it a shot. I mean, that that would that would have been super expensive. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I will pay for it. I'm kidding. Yeah. Shoot. Like <laughs> But uh, yeah, like, and hers would just TikTok. Like mine mm-hmm. primarily is YouTube. That's my shit. And now Twitch. <laughs> so, and I guess Twitch is getting Sometimes, there. Mostly on Sundays. Yeah, mostly on Sundays. It's like church. The, so <laughs> we got K-pop church on Sundays. K-pop church on Sundays. <laughs> Ooh, maybe that should be the, the, the name of the stream. <laughs> Reading K-pop. from a passage from the book of BTS. <laughs> and I just I, read some lyrics. I, I'm, in the <laughs> I'm gonna piss tonight. <laughs> so watch me. Break the fire, set the night alight. Oh my God, we taking y'all shining through the city with a little funk and soul. Some K-pop church on Sunday, like dynamite. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Uh, Namjoon, be with you. Now, what's Namjoon? It's it's cute from BTS. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So uh, I mean, the only reason I'm using Twitch Chung more often, be with you. Like the main reason I'm using Twitch more often is like to to chung up you with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> Sacrilegious. I don't even care about religion, but holy shit. Yeah, I don't care about religion either. Like I believe in a, a higher power. I don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll die. We all die. I, mean, I, I believe in uh, some sort of higher power. But it's it, it. I think it kind of gives me some sort of purpose. It's it's something that helps me. But anyways, like yeah, the main reason why I'm on Twitch is because I like I love the aspect of going live. And the reason I started I committed to Twitch more is because YouTube was being a some bitch when it came into when, snakes. They, Am they I kept, right, Neff? They, they kept interrupting my K-pop church when I was dropping uh-huh. <laughs> heretics. <laughs> This is terrible, man. They're like the, the thing in the Bible. Who are they? Uh, Watch me get canceled from the like the super conservative. Interrupting Jesus <laughs> while he's teaching. Oh my god, you look like Jesus. I know. <laughs> and the moderators are the, are the apostles. <laughs> oh, my god. Judas? Wait. <laughs> But, but yeah, the oh yeah, the, the primary platforms. There's always going to be one that's more than the other. Yeah, I think I think the mistake uh, I think a lot of people starting out is that they try to do everything. Yeah. So literally think, find which platform you're which platform you're doing really well at. Kind of focus on there. I mean, still like you know, still sprinkle in content in those other platforms because you have to. That mm-hmm. is your job. <laughs> Yeah. in a sense yeah but you know focus on the other platform like you can there's a there's a youtuber that i follow bailey sarian i was watching her yesterday as she oh, was putting makeup yeah. on and talking about you know serial killers i love that that's um, geni- genius content man um so like if that used to naturally and here's the thing too that actually used to not be her main content her main content um, i only found out about her 
through literally Ipsy, like this subscription service, like beauty subscription service. And I used to do, I used to do that. So like in the little mailers, um, they'll feature some like, you know, some of their partners or whatever. And she was one of them. And I was like, oh my God, I love her makeup. And so I like found her on YouTube. Oh my God. I followed her. I found her on YouTube, followed her. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. And she does like tutorials and she'll do un- unboxing, but it's a bag of like, you know, this month's like Ipsy bag or whatever. Like yeah. and she does a look with it. And then lately, and then I think she started, you know, I think this was like out of nowhere. She was just like, I'm going to do something I like. She's going to research like, you know, true crime or like, you know, all this stuff like murder, mystery, all that good shit. And then just do a get ready with me. But instead of like telling a story, it's like her own story. Like this happened to me today. It was more of a, yeah, let's talk about fucking, you know, let's talk about what happened at the Cecil hotel. She didn't yet, but yeah, like it's brilliant content. I mean, and she just, you know, and she used to post multiple times mm -hmm. a week. The murder mystery makeup thing was a Monday thing, Yeah, but you know, with there was like pressure and everything. I I think she focused on that because that was her most popular content Mm. on YouTube. Yeah. And she's also on Facebook. So she'll repost those episodes on Facebook, but like two weeks late. Mm, that's what I'm doing. With my K-pop. Like out here. That's what that, that's what I'm doing with my with my K-pop content on yeah. all my content on Facebook too. It's like getting it super late. Mm. Episode and the one, Facebook versions are censored because like she cusses yeah. a lot. Oh really? Well she cusses a lot and she also like says like triggering words. Oh like yeah. you know, the word kill, murder, all that. Yeah, Facebook's like super strict. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, so if you want the full tea, you go to YouTube. Yeah, I mean that that's the th- thing that I think is genius. Like, well, when it comes to content, like combine two things you like and put it together, and like and create content out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I think that's genius. Things that people, things people would probably would never mm-hmm. think of, like freaking, even if it doesn't make sense, and if people find it stupid, like the KFC Mario Lopez romance movie. <laughs> Who the and fuck? And the video game. Would have thought of that. It's genius. The KFC dating sim. Even if it wasn't bad, it it they they became a conversation, which oh, is yeah. a good thing for brands. Uh huh. So. Soldier Boy video game console. Oh, the, the Soldier Box. The Soldier Box. The Soldier Box is back. Yeah. Or even. Like, B Rock, you can combine fire and water. Trust me. Okay. It's called the Avatar. Yeah. You can boil water. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's another example in my mind. Like, or even like combining things that don't make sense, like when. VP was doing these reaction videos, and we see the we're watching these friggin' love commercial, love short oh, films Jollibee? with Jollibee. It's like it's, it's 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 a fast food place selling you fried chicken and burgers, and they're they're wrapping, selling you feels. They're and wrapping chicken. it around with oh. with emotions. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like my my reaction channel is a combination of it's not my K pop's not my passion, but dancing is and mm-hmm. talking about it. I love like the whole aspect. And there's a lot of, of dancing in K-pop. Oh so, yeah. And I like that doing the analysis part, which is what I do when, which is why mm-hmm. I like doing the directing part. Of, oh, there's a dot. There's this, there's, there's an orb on your screen. Did you guys see <gasps> the, did you guys see an orb on our screen guys? <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, a, it's getting a, cold in here. Cause I turned my heater off. So those, those of you guys who play phasmophobia, <laughs> an orb just passed by Maxine's screen, meaning that there's a, a spirit. You mean a dust bunny? <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the loud from noise. my sweater. I, I, I think it was that. But what the fuck was I talking about? Loud fucking talking my train of thought. Your uh, your your channel and K-pop reactions. Yeah, so that's the only reason I like that came to be is because like I like the idea of I, I like Rock. the director and like the idea I like <laughs> kind of judging it and kind of sharing my thoughts. But yeah, yeah, and I, I guess people liked it, which is where why I'm here. Why it helped I definitely helped out my channel. It funded your kicks the kick it, not your it, Kickstarter temper tantrums Kickstarter. It, it helped funded the temper tantrums Kickstarter. So like my passion for dance and like kind of was also in line with a whole bunch of other people who were fans of the artists 
So it was interesting. And it, it, it again, goes into like, if you're going to try to create content, come try combine and you want to be quote unquote unique, like, cause that's the thing that you want to be original, like combine mm-hmm. two things you care about. Yeah. And the thing is like your, the K-pop reactions aren't an original thing at all. Like a lot of people have been doing it. Yeah. Like, you know, the, there's, and like, not just like K-pop too, like reaction channels to begin with. Like, yeah. you know, there's people with actual expertise reacting to certain things about certain things, like a music, we reacted to a music video editor Editing. thing too for editing yeah, yeah, for yeah. the lady Gaga Mega. music yeah. video and also a vocal a vocal coach yeah like so there's things but like there's also reaction channels that they have no expertise on but knowing who the artist is and oh, like from being you know a fan. what yeah they don't know anything else but like you know but they don't have any other credential but just a super fan yeah I and then they just sit or, or they don't know anything period and they know that like seo wise maybe talking about bts is gonna get me views so they're gonna sit there and be like it's like oh, i love this song dynamite i wish there was an english version oh god yeah <laughs> i mean i i for those who that, don't know, like, dynamite is already in English. Yeah, like uh, it's uh it's I guess the unique part in the originality is like is always gonna be you the person and the individual. Like I was able to share my perspective as a dancer. And I th- and th- your th- format's different. And then also like a lot of people too, like who are fans, they get to be fans and talk, just nerd out about it. Like those people <laughs> who are or who are like fans of Pikachu of Pikachu of Pokemon. Pikachu. There's freaking channels just dedicated to like the whole Pokemon franchise and just unboxing the freaking. Oh my god, arts. I love that. Oh, Shuffle Man. Well, it's not just Pokemon, but like there are channels dedicated to just opening trading cards. Period. Yeah. So it's like it. It, it again. That's like the beauty of the internet. If you're passionate about it and you are willing monetize to monetize it, about we it, talked about this. Monetizing your passion. Yeah. You you can monetize. It or you or even create your own platform to share with other people yeah so and then it, it's that's the beauty of the interwebs last night we talked about with in in the vp podcast when you're recording uh, the whole passion versus purpose kind of thing like just because it's your passion doesn't mean it's what you're meant to be here for oh, so, soul. soul and it, it was definitely like spoiling it for people who who haven't watched it like there's a part where people who are passionate but get obsessive they become they, they get lost from human connection that's mm-hmm. one so that's uh that's uh the downside of following your passion in a sense but there's your purpose of like how you i guess i don't know i guess that's a, my, in my my definition of it it would be like how you contribute to society or like what gives your life meaning and sometimes what gives your they life sometimes meaning, overlap you know? sometimes they don't yeah like honestly i don't think my purpose is to be a business person or to run a dance company i really like i've been reflecting on it like the more and more it's like i really think my purpose is to be a dad which is what i really love doing i, I know like but if running I, your business is going to supplement you being a dad yeah like i'm passionate about my business because it's mm-hmm. fucking fun mm-hmm. it's like i get to like hang out with my friends and create content create and share with it to the world create content i like share with the world like make our clients look as cool as possible make them money and make even more money make your money make uh, like make us money it's like it's it's the fun it's fun because it, it's like again like i shared in the last night when we were filming the vision paradox podcast it's a game it's a fun fun <laughs> fun game but it like the whole father gamifying like, being, it yeah with the with the dad life is like if, if i if i did not have to work like or like oh yeah you'll like, just hang I, out with your son I, all the time yeah I, I would just take him on adventures I would learn how to, I don't know, chop wood and then teach them how to chop wood. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, can I teach you guys survival skills? So we learned survival skills from Max. <laughs> teach um, how to start fire, um, put up a 10. And yeah, because it's 
don't know. Use a tactical shovel. So that that's what I'm feeling like is my purpose. Or like maybe like not even just the dad part, but like me. I've like I've been having this. I think you're like a mentory kind of role. Yeah. Like the mentory role. Like I've been gravitating. Because you like, liked being, you know, a mentor to like the teen group kids, even some of the younger fan base people. Yeah, it's definitely that. Like I, I even thought about like a one point. Maybe I can be a a high school teacher because that's one of the things like I thought of like maybe I can be that one high school teacher that makes an impact on this kid. You're gonna stand and, and deliver them. And then and what? Are you gonna stand and deliver them? What is that? Some is that movie, movie about a high school teacher making an impact on kids. It, 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 I just like the idea of impacting the youth because okay. then because look what happened like what that happened with the teen group. Those of you guys watching on Twitch or on oh yeah, it are, surprised the shit out of me that like you know because I mean okay I. I know you're not like I know you're not a shit person, obviously. <laughs> but you act like you are. <laughs> you present that way. That's my so that's like, my character, my avatar. Yeah, that's your avatar. Your whatever. So like you know, but like I, I know you like you know you say stupid shit, you do stupid shit, harmless, stupid. But it's like just see like you know hearing all these. Well, they're not kids anymore, but like all these kids. Well, they're still kids to us because they're like super young. They're like twenty one to twenty five. Yeah. So seeing all these kids that are like you know saying like oh yeah so like you know the thing you taught us like back when i was like 13 like with like meditation and all that like i still do that like i still you know like everything you've taught us i still you know i still apply it to to my life it's you know been instrumental in helping me get to where i am in my career and like you know and these kids are like freaking doctors and scientists and one of them runs hulu like shout out to you nelson what up nelson <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, wait, you help make these kids who they are? <laughs> They're not even dancers. You, they, you help they... make these adults? I mean, some of them still some dance. Them, yeah. Like on the side or taking yeah. class every now and then. But I'm like, you help form these adults? Yeah. How? <laughs> <laughs> like what happened the 10 years that we didn't talk? Yeah, it, it's crazy. That's why like it's fascinating to me with like my interactions with Jordan because he's going to be, he's essentially, yeah, no, we, we, we corrupt, corrupted them. Like, oh, they're we, corrupted. They they definitely. But like, they're also like go-getters now some, yeah, like, somehow. We corrupted them in the sense that they adopted my my sense of humor. humor. And that's why it fascinates me with Jordan. Like, and because then he's adopting a mentality that I'm somehow molding, whether it's like he's watching me or I'm interacting with him. So, like and that's why I like the idea of mentoring the youth even teaching the so you kids. gotta watch what he sees from you yeah so it's and like, what he and, picks up from you and it's hard too like because it's it's you really spend so much time with him because that and like and then sometimes the interactions are obviously when i get upset are not the best and like i i off it goes to the whole thing of like like parents go every parent's gonna go through this like am i a good parent well you're human <laughs> you're, you're, hu you're human you go through it you experience negative feelings yeah but the kids don't understand that yeah and then especially his age and yeah. younger they don't get that yeah they're just like my dad's mad i guess bye like yeah what do you call it? i was sharing with you guys with the vision paradox team like during one of our scrum meetings which is a, more of an internal meeting like that i got upset with uh my son a couple of weeks ago i was helping him film for his project and he decided to like poke my lens with a screwdriver and those mm -hmm. of you who work with cameras, cameras and how expensive they are that's very expensive so I, I got triggered and i kind of like yelled at him like don't do it like much like more snappier than that because mm -hmm. i got because obviously i got triggered i got scared you so, went full on dad voice yeah, but like, like mad dad voice yeah and then he was and then i needed a moment like I needed a timeout in a sense, like, and I needed both of you did. Yeah. So, and then, cause he was upset too. And mm -hmm. the thing, and what do you call it? And then it was interesting. Like when I'm upset, I have, I have a hard time talking. I, I, I literally feel a hard like wall around my chest. Like I want to talk, but I've, I'm having a hard time verbalizing it. But, but it's also, I guess, part of you that's like trying to control what you're going to say. That too. Very much of that. So I'm aware of like this. But you might be, be saying, like a, especially to Jordan. 
yeah like and then he asked me like why are you dead man or why are you dead why man? Dad? <laughs> why are you dead why are you dead man <laughs> why are you mad like why are you mad, why are you dad? mad dad yeah and, he was, and, and then you have him, to explain it to him like, i told him because like, you because you and like, i was still in my super mad dad voice like because you you like god you you explained to him the whole screwdriver if that you did if that scratches it affects my work all that stuff and i asked him like why why are you mad like and then calmer tone at that point <laughs> he said i'm mad at myself so and I'm actually, like, it takes a lot more maturity for a for a person to be mad at themselves for making somebody else mad. Yeah. So I'm like, because some people are just like, I'm mad because you're mad, and that hit me. Not hard, because man. I made you mad. Well, the thing is, he acknowledged that. Like, I think he, I, you know, like just judging from like the context, it's like he was mad because you're mad, but yeah. also it's because he made you mad. Yeah, like it, it. It was like one of those things of like. Uh, Not a lot of adults can do that. It reminded me of this, the, this one whole story or quote, like uh, like how kids will love their parents, but like but they'll hate themselves because of like because how we treat the kids, how they're gonna view themselves. So hi. Then, and then and, yeah, <laughs> it's and even, me. And even for some, they might eventually like grow to grow apart from their parents or they might still love their parents seeking for approval that approval they'll never get mm. and then because of how they were treated so that at that moment was like a huge like like in Eye your opener. face of like this like a lot of the stuff i'm doing like really matters in terms of like how it's affecting him like mm. like how he's viewing himself that interaction right there showed like how much he really values his interaction with me and it's, it's vice versa for me too so i was like damn man I'm not going to cry <laughs> on this shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh Yeah, I'm tearing up. Last time I cried on a podcast, it was because we were talking about Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, man. But yeah, like because that, that's like, yeah, I really care about being a dad. And I care, I care about uh, and I care about the people I, I, I affect. So I guess with jo- once Jordan's older, like I, I feel like I'd still have that that itch. To want to make an impact i think that's what oh, part yeah. of, probably I, think, part I don't of, think you stop ever making an impact on your own child true yeah because he eventually gets to a point where he can think for himself and i hope and i mm-hmm. hope he gets to a point where he's like but I, he'll still take some cues from you if yeah, he values yeah. interactions with you that much yeah i i hope to have that kind of like you know back and forth like dad like i can like you can be you can be a pa- you can both be the parents that he talks to about everything yeah that's what i want and i kind of yeah. want that and like, i think that's one of the reasons i kind of want i can i might have went with excuse me subconsciously went to go with temper tantrum because i could potentially make an impact on more people's lives through this through a mission like <laughs> we're here for a reason to do this mm-hmm. and we're going to do it as friends and family not just people coexisting not so, just dancers in a group yeah and it's the same thing with like vp like we have we are together we're gonna have a dynamic we have a mission to get to get done like so so okay and that also makes it weird for me when i'm trying to hang out with normally with people because there is no mission <laughs> there's there's no side quest to finish <laughs> uh, unless you and i are in new york and i'm just like oh let's go to- yeah then in that case i we're just like I, we're like on our way to dinner and then i'm like wait let's stop at this bar <laughs> Yeah, then in, the, in that case, I'm just like, you know, just tagging along. I'm just uh, the sidekick at that point, which I'm not, I don't mind. Sometimes, you know what, because like, what was it? There's like times that like my friend, my friend Paula and I, when she was still living in New York, when she and I would hang out in the city, sometimes she'll make me decide where to go. And she like loved it because I mean, she's the one that's the local. But like, even though I've lived in New Jersey a lot longer than she's lived in New York, but you know, but she lives there. She knows more about it than I do because yeah. she like explore. She like literally went in there and started exploring. 
yeah. I, on the other hand, like would go like, you know, a couple days out of a month or something, like whenever I can, because it's expensive to get there. And, you know, sometimes then she was like, oh, where do you want to eat? And then like, I'll find something and I wouldn't even like, she doesn't take it as a suggestion. She just goes, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And I'm like, okay. And there was one time I just wanted to drink, but I was like, I'm, you know, I didn't want to go to like my usual spots in New York. She was like, oh, I'll take you to a place I go to. And I was like, wow, not picking. I like this. <laughs> And she loved, and and again, like she loved that I was picking too. It's just like, you know, she's like, where do you want to eat? Like, you know, I mean, there was one time I had planned to go to eat somewhere else, but like we walked past a place that she's always wanted to go to. She's heard great things about that I've already been to. And she was like, can we eat here instead? Is that okay? She was like, so ready to apologize. I was like, yeah, no, let's go. (laughs) Mm. I'm like... I'm easy to talk to when it comes to food. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to food, I'm like, I defer to you because you have the the superior. Sometimes taste. I hate, and, and here's the thing: when when I was when my ex and I were dating, we both love food to a point that like we'll sit there, and also we were like broke or back then because they were in school and I was working two part time jobs, and you know it was just like, where do you want to eat? We love food like a lot, but like, where do you want to eat? And then we just sit there. It's like, uh, we literally at some point we drew up a we put we drew up like quadrants or like a pie chart on a piece of paper. Wow. And then we went to the dartboard in the basement and then I just went <laughs> and just threw darts at something. Good way of handling things. Because we, we didn't want the I don't know, like it's one of those like, oh, is he going to like it? Is she going to like it? Ugh. Just, just like, like whatever. So we we literally just put everything that we liked and then we just threw a dartboard at it. Just put a, a dart at it. Just use the picker wheel for it. The yeah. randomizer. The randomizer. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I hate having the burden of picking all the time, but sometimes, but sometimes when I know that, well, it's, you know, it's different with you because you're not from here. Yeah. You don't live around here. So it's like, you you pick the food around here too. Well, you don't go out. (laughs) (laughs) You don't go out, but also if I let you pick the food, yeah. But if I let you pick the food, we're going to be eating pizza and Chinese food all the time, which I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, which I don't mind on a normal day, but like it's my vacation, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we eat yeah. good. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, simple in that sense of like you're simple, <laughs> not a simp. <laughs> yeah, our B Rock said something potentially make an impact on uh, temper tantrum. If I can be serious for a second, I think you already made a positive impact on them. Hey. I hope not because I I'm, hope I, not. I'm, I'm COVID negative, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry about the mic. <laughs> okay <laughs> no yeah i, I think we ruin a, a good moment I don't, sorry I, b-rock i'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm just kidding i appreciate you b-rock yeah so also you've, you've also made like a positive impact on a lot of on, on alex our, dude. our, our, edit, video our editor. editor yeah yeah a lot of things that he's doing right now is possible because of vp that's true that's true yeah he's he's worried we're well yeah. we're, we're He's still getting to travel and he yeah. still gets to work. And I feel like if that were brought up And the here- thing is, and the thing is every other, every, every other employer would be like, well, I can't trust you if you're traveling. Yeah. Like a lot of like, empl- like traditional employers or whatever, or like, you know, old school employers are going to be like, are already like still not happy with the work from home thing, but they have to. It. Yeah. But at the same, but like at the same time, like you know, they won't be as comfortable keeping somebody employed if that person is going to be traveling, because they think, oh, well, what if you know, but if you're going to use, oh, I didn't have Wi-Fi as an excuse, like, no, I mean, if here's the thing, if the person, if the person is traveling but is still willing to keep working for you, they're going to get on a meeting unless they're like literally dying in a ditch. 
Yeah. I went in, I was hanging out with friends in New York. I was like at Hudson Yards in the cold in November. Oh yeah. And I, I and I came onto a scrum. You told me I didn't have to, I was like, fuck it. And then one of our interns, like the performer interns, Sean, he was at a Giants game and he was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, bro. Like, yeah. Cause I don't know. I I feel like it's, also the scrums are fun yeah so like i I, like those meetings like the the it's weird that employers forget that That their employees have lives are human yeah so it's like (laughs) you know and it's like you know i get like emails at like 10 p.m from my day job it's like yeah i'm not answering this yeah and then i get a passive aggressive like you know comment like on the next meeting like oh i think i sent you an email last night and you know it was kind of a urgent thing like if it was so urgent it wouldn't be 10 p.m oh god you would have you would have sent it during work hours that's Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing too like because there's a certain like freedom that i would like to enjoy while working you Mm -hmm. know like obviously be able to travel to you go see my mom go you know see my dad it would be super hypocritical or even like you know double standard even like, if none of my the people that work for me can do that mm-hmm. like who the fuck am i you know yeah i so mean like, when i travel i go to you anyway so okay so, <laughs> so i'm like so when alex brought that up like and for brought that conversation of like that he wants to travel and work really um, fuck yeah I, like I first I was scared because it was mm-hmm. like communication and file handling. I was oh yeah, like, that's true. Like, oh, the like, files, it, yeah, definitely. It was more like it was more technical. Like, how, mm-hmm. will he hit deadline? And like, and the thing is, like, he's never really given me a reason to ever doubt him. Like, obviously, there was like, there's a couple like mess ups here and there, but he's he shit shit happens. So like, and then, he's like a really great editor. And he's a great editor, consistent, and then and he's young too. And then I felt like, and based off the con- how he's kind of like the conversations we had in Scrum, I felt like this would be great for him. Like if mm-hmm. him travel, like him, like him traveling, like fuck yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Just yeah, because if- he went from his parents' house to like a town that has literally nothing. Yep. And so it's just like you know, he's just like he wanted to see the world, and I think him when he moved out and then he went to go like you know to go see a concert in a big city. It's just like I think he, I think that was I that might have been the bug for him. It was just like I like this. Yeah, I like, like this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. Like so, <laughs> to Florida. <laughs> to Florida. <laughs> Yeah, so like I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's he's doing it. And then if anything yeah, is like the main, the most important thing is just like was communication. If you're not going to be able to hit deadline, send me the file so I can carry the weight. Yeah. And I, that that's the thing. Like it's uh, and I think you you two already have like a kind of a system in place anyway, and it's just a, it's pretty easy to adapt. I think because now because he's in a bigger market type city where he is, it's like you know it's pretty easy. Like if he's not at where he's crashing, where there's Wi-Fi, he can probably find a coffee shop somewhere or whatever that has Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be very secure. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. thank God for like, for cloud. So that yeah. way we can share the files as needed. But yeah, because uh, yeah, either way, like I'm glad. And he's been working with us for, and for VP. The Longer long. than me. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. He's like four, five years, which was mm-hmm. 2006. 2016 was when we officially started. So, oh man, this is going to be hitting his five years. Damn. Half a decade working with us. What does he get? Well, I I need to be sending. Because for any- my five year at my day job, I got a pin. Well, I'm, well, the for VP and temper tantrum is going to be jerseys. So <laughs> yeah, I need to get the test prints. When do I get my jersey next so, year? So I'm going to be great. I'm going to be getting. I need to send the the printers the the VP logo, the high res mm-hmm. logo. But yeah, he he's going to get a jersey. It's just going to be going to his mom's place. But since he's traveling, yeah, he's traveling. There's like we don't know where he's going to end up. At. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's my way of doing like how retiring jerseys. I don't know what we would do for the ten year 
<laughs> Blizzard Blizzard gives you a sword. It's a that's a freaking Minecraft sick. diamond sword. Kidding. Minecraft diamond sword. Yeah. What, what, what do we do? I don't know. An eye patch. What's bigger than a jersey? Not not like you know in size, but like what's you know more like in terms of like valuable awesome. a jacket? Like a like a Letterman jacket? A Letterman jacket? A Ooh, hoodie? I'd rock. I no a hoodie. I feel like is so common. Like okay. I'd rock the the Letterman jacket with the hoodie. <laughs> of course or like a knit sweater like my Udo's Anna's knit sweater with the VPIs <laughs> instead of the skulls Ooh, but I just feel like it's already been done though that's the thing that's Even, uh, yeah but like it's like really like really cool right now cranky <laughs> Ethan Nestor has it like new sweatshirts out right now and I want them oh v- uh, VP uh, platinum camera chat or platinum camera shit we keep that for ourselves yeah right <laughs> I mean because I I hate just giving trophies I like something yeah. like that you could that's you wear use as a, that you can use as a flex a water bottle yeah because like i don't know i like i don't like things that just are there for decoration like you, i mean you you can decorate you can definitely hang up a jersey for decoration decoration if you want but then you also have the option of rocking it. it and in a sense do do some more branding in a sense like just share and it, and it's only exclusive to people in the company so, a brand, brand new car, new car. B-Rock, you're getting a Hot Wheels, <laughs> oh. but like the knockoff once you get a CVS. I, would, I honestly would like uh, would like to experience what that is to give a brand new car to someone. Like you know, like okay, how, David Dobrik. Yeah, like that because I, I when he does it, I get that I can empathize because that feeling of like yeah, like I I know what it is to like give someone this uh, it, that has a lot of value to them. It's an addicting feeling, and I want to see like I'd like to be able to do it. Like obviously, temper tantrum. Pay them even more. Or, you know, like we talked about this in one of the episodes, just giving out random bonuses. <laughs> Kidding. Like randomly, yeah, giving out random bonuses. Like, because, I don't know, it's fun to give. <laughs> okay. So, because it's, a, it's, I don't know, for especially for people you care about. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. So, but I'd, I'd like to see what it's like to give a car. Like, I, I'd love to just see the face of like Alex and Bernie when we just show them a ticket. Oh, you're coming to the States for like a couple of weeks and we're all hanging out. Are we getting them drunk? <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, and then we're, and then we're like, you're on vacation. You're not working. So <laughs> the whole company's yeah. taking a fucking vacation for two oh, weeks. Oh shit. <laughs> Clients are like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God. That would be, we would have to be so ahead, but uh, I would, we have I would, to get everything like down and like sent scheduled yeah. assured. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be great to fly them here. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to follow Bernie around though, because when she starts drinking, because when she gets drunk enough, she'll probably try to steal people's drinks. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the, the, the she said that. <laughs> Like, I don't know, it goes to the whole like whole thing when when some people find working relationships weird when they when companies say we're a family and some people mm-hmm. find it cringy. And I really and I really because they don't it. follow up on it. They yeah. use that as, you know, a way to basically guilt you into staying if you're underpaid or overworked and or both. Yeah. So like I, I'd like to I mean, you guys say like I'd like to think we're in a family in that sense of like we actually care for each other. I pay you guys well one of like, us and then well, we have a good dynamic and even b-rock said he'd love to go full-time with us and honestly i would love to do give like joey and b-rock more more work the thing is we're in a pandemic you just gotta find it like the th- the hard part is, is is no one's doing that much photo photo shoots or video shoots right now mm-hmm. so that's that's the thing so yeah that, that's because i know that's what that's what they're primarily primarily doing and then alex is the, in a sense the head editor so he's taking on a lot of the projects already mm-hmm. <sighs> but you know, you I'm just put that uh, shit on a resume. 
head uh, video editor. So yeah, <laughs> so we're just well, he's the head the head CEO of content creation according to his his Instagram. Head CEO of content creation. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that this is just us talking about VP now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I know as a per, for me, I wouldn't be a fan of other people talking about me. But at the same time, like ow, these these things, especially like the conservatorship, like all that, like you know, I'm not gonna go into it again. But it, it it's very important to like kind of sh- remind people that you know, fame is dehumanizing a little bit. It's it's part pri- of it's privacy. It, it's, it's, it's essentially, you know, kind of a quote unquote par for the course. Like a lot of people are like, well, they asked for it. I'm like, they kind of didn't. But also they kind of knew they had to give something up in order to be famous. But like, you know, there's things that are controllable by, by outside forces that, you know, like it's essentially they don't deserve to be dehumanized. Yeah. You know, like did they quote unquote sell their soul? Maybe. But like they gave up their privacy. Yeah. Sure. They gave up, you know, a regular sleep schedule. Sure, but they did not have to give up their humanity. Yeah, I mean, I remember one of the clips I watched that I kind of like felt sad was like Michael Jackson when he when he he just wanted like to go to a grocery store like a normal person and they had mm-hmm. to close it off and all the people there were essentially actors and then it, and with him it was like a simple thing like that that he can't mm-hmm. enjoy because he's famous and he'll be mobbed yeah, that's why there's all these like famous people like going to like Gelson's or Albertson's or Whole Foods or whatever in you know in like incognito where they're just wearing like baggy hoodies or covering anything up that's identifiable about them yeah because it's just like you know Ugh. It makes me, yeah it makes me wonder like i don't think so like, but it, it makes you wonder what would it take to make us to make them just just treat see them as human you know like like oh look it's so and so let them you know keep living their life because let uh, them eat like let them go to the bathroom at a restaurant and then let them eat at the same restaurant i don't know like but what would like I'm, it makes me i'm curious about like what, what would it take what would it take for the whole societal like conversation because like, for I'm that to happen like, to them like yeah. people don't learn Here's the thing, like we've seen this time and time again. It doesn't matter to them. They don't fucking care unless it's happening to them. That's true. That's true. It's all it's like the whole thing, almost like the whole cancer thing, or even to more relevant times, COVID. COVID. Like it's not gonna happen. Nobody cares. Like a lot of people didn't give a shit until people close to them started fucking dying. Yep. So yeah. I mean, I could definitely see like because I remember seeing a couple like I think it's saw Ethan Hawke in a movie theater. I was like, oh shit, it's Ethan Hawke. Should I like take, take a photo? And like, I'm like, nah, he's in. He's here to watch a fucking movie. I saw May. I saw May Whitman right in front of me at the at the Eagle Rock uh, at the Highland Park movie theater. Yeah. And you like, said you oh. saw um what's her face Susie Burhow. Who's that? Susie Aaron Henson's wife, Kitty Cat. Yeah, King. I saw her at Target. Mortimer. Like, yeah, you saw her yeah. at Target, and I was just like, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, she looks so familiar. Beep. <laughs> he texted me he's like tattoos really pale <gasps> Susie yeah so yeah so it, it, I mean I saw I mean not like super famous or anything but like uh, Robert Rolden uh, he was in So You Think You Can Dance I think most of his like his more, like his biggest claim to fame was So You Think You Can Dance so he's like famous to me the flight I took from from here to you like the first time so I had a layover in Chicago yeah. that's where I saw him from Chicago from the, the flight to Chicago to LA he was on my flight and I like texted my mom because like my, my mom was awake for some reason when I texted my mom I was like oh hey look who's here I didn't take a picture even I was just like I just told her and she was like go take a picture with him I'm like mom it's literally so fucking late and I just you know I didn't tell her that but like I literally saw him pop an ambient he's trying oh, to sleep yeah <laughs> he's trying to sleep he's trying I mean, to survive this flight I mean I feel, I feel like for smaller creators or like you know, like me, I would appreciate people like, you know, occasionally, occasionally, 
like once mm. a quarter or something who to recognize me like take a photo that's fun yeah but when it gets I mean, to my brother where- took a picture with danny pudi from community at the airport one time but like he clearly was in a better mood than robert rolden was like he wasn't trying to just survive a flight yeah so like it's if you're dealing with that every day i could see why, like why people are like nah don't fucking touch me like mm-hmm. don't like i don't i just want ownership of your space so, yeah, not so. everyone enjoys that all the time. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, again, like, why do regular citizens get to just put a hoodie on and go about the day without being recognized? But when they do it, they're like, oh, they're trying to hide from us. I'm like, no, they're, I mean, yes, they are. But yeah. that's the thing. Leave them alone. That's not an invitation for you to snap pictures of them not wearing makeup or not wearing Gucci for one for one day. Yeah, if they were if they were left alone, they would, I'm pretty sure they would like walk around freely. Yeah, and it's not like they're gonna just explode because they're not getting the attention. Guess what? The exposure they're getting from their work alone is enough to just keep them in people's minds. Like the whole paparazzi thing, like that's just fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, Birok made a great comment in the chat. Faye makes the person almost feel like they're an animal in a zoo for everyone's entertainment. So mm. that part. Mm. Uh, <laughs> fan clack i had to do it far so yeah mic. it's uh it's uh yeah i mean i I'm growing up like you see all these people who are famous like oh i want to be that and then then when you deal with the kind of the the game they play it's kind of just to get the riches and attention is like no nah, yeah. i just want not not the riches but i want to live a good life mm-hmm. to have enough to take care of like the people i care about so yeah. like and that, that's the thing too like it's just uh, people think that they need to ha- have be making a million dollars a year to be quote-unquote rich. be nice but yeah it would be nice for you to have like a lot and then you'd have to but and really you only need like a hundred something over at least 100k a year and then mm-hmm. just to because if you're in the 400k tax bracket there we go you're gonna get your your taxes are gonna go up so don't complain about your taxes going up if you're not earning that much a year. <laughs> yeah. So I saw the chat. Burak saying the, that the first time he met Vanessa Hudgens, he, he called she was, her Montita. Yeah, she was impressed that I called it. He, <laughs> there you go. Filipinos for the win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the people use this arbitrary number of a million dollars to equate that that would be the thing that brings them happiness and then i think if there are people are going to get into like a much more technical aspect of financial like what it's going to take to financially support the lifestyle they want they need to really take into account what how much that's really going to cost yeah like I, I, there was an actual like window. if you want to live the jeffree star lifestyle you needed to have started to hustle like 15 years ago like or I mean, given he's a piece of shit, but like the fucker hustled. Like he and I mean he made some smart money moves, like real estate and all that. So there's a calculator that I saw like from that Tim Ferriss had on his website on the four hour work week website. For, mm-hmm. Well it's Tim it's it's Timferris.com now, but it's a, it's it's called the dream calculator and it would pretty much like here the how here are your expected like how much do you spend on this? How much do you spend on this? Like all this and like and then like how much would you like for this and you just put it up, adds it all up. Here's how much it, it is for your lifestyle that you mm-hmm. want. Here's how much, and he, like you need to be doing this to get there. Yeah. So it's like, it, it puts like this. So it kind of d- removes the arbitrary number of a million dollars and puts it to something much more like much more valid. Maybe you just need a 70,000 uh, a year salary to help you start to support the lifestyle you want mm-hmm. or to somehow make $70,000 a year because not everyone wants uh, uh day job i mean it's it's up to everyone because some people like yeah. the security some people are willing to take the risk to make that 70k so but it's that, a- like you know they that's 
kind of like their Hail Mary. Like, you know, they every other avenue that they've tried was exhausted. And they're like, all right, let's go big. Yeah. And, and then, then but work for it. Yeah. It's it's a, it goes back to like self-awareness and being being clear on what what it's gonna take to get there. Because mm-hmm. something arbitrary of like even things like, I don't know, I want to lose weight. Like it there's no there's nothing fair for that, not fair, defined for that. Or yeah. I want to make I don't know, I want to start a business. What kind of business? Okay. Yeah. What do you want to do? Business. Huh? Like, are you gonna are you gonna get a storefront? Are you gonna get an office? Are you gonna write it from home? Are you gonna go online? Are you <laughs> yeah? You know, it, it has to provide kind of value. payment options. Are you taking? It has to be a value for people. Who, well, it has to be a value for people purchasing it, and you have yeah. to actually have a demand first. And also, think, what is it? Like the 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 big the biggest mistake is people start a business without knowing their audience, and they think that yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be they think it's gonna be easy. They, they think it's gonna be like oh, if you build it, it they'll come kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna end it here here everyone so i appreciate everyone who listened who, who's listening who's watching on the youtube and on twitch and if you guys like it whoever wherever you're watching this on youtube or wherever make sure you hit like subscribe share this with friends who you think might enjoy it and if you're listening to this on apple podcasts make sure you leave us a nice positive review and if you don't like it leave us a positive review <laughs> and uh shouts out or else shouts out to everyone who was on chat shouts out to diego neff b-rock who's been here the Jax whole time. Here. Jax, who was here earlier. So I appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying, you guys enjoyed the live stream of the podcast. And those of you guys who are listening, join us for the podcast. We would love for you guys to be there and we can chat. So with that, we'll see you guys in the next episode of Awkward Tea Party, or I'll see you guys on, you know, K-pop church this Sunday. <laughs> yes. Don't so, forget to wear your Sunday best, aka uh, sweatpants. <laughs> so appreciate you guys and we'll see you guys on the next one.